When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we got one of my favorite up-and-coming rappers out of L.A. It's Rimble. It's Rimble. It's Rimble. But that's besides the point, man. How you feeling? I'm all right, man. Rough morning, but it's getting a lot better. Rough morning, how so? Woke up late at about noon. Just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just woke up late. Had to do everything rushing. For sure. To, yeah. Introduce us to your friend here real quick. That's my boy B.A., man. He's going to be a What's force going on, to be reckoned with for sure. You rap too? Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. You guys both from San Pedro? I'm from San Pedro, from Harbor City. Right. You're, you're, you yeah, too? Harbor City, California. Okay. Because I lived in Long Beach for a long-ass time, so to me, San Pedro is always like a place where we would go to ride bikes and stuff. There's like mm-hmm. a bunch of famous bike riding schools and spots out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I never really knew of a rapper from out there. You think you're the first one? No. No? Who else we got? Um, I got my boy D Rock. Okay. Um, my boy J Fole. Um, there's some more people rapping. It's just I'm the, I guess I'm the first one to really get the the light. You feel what I'm saying? The attention. Right. My boy uh, Trig, Free Trigs. But. Um, so you're basically the person who's gotten the biggest name so far coming up out of there. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy considering L. A. Rap has been big for 50 years. Yeah. They overlook my city. They do, huh? They sure do. What's it like out there? Because for us, it's like we're kind of used to driving through, and it seems like a pretty nice area, but you can tell that there's definitely some cutting neighborhoods and shit. Um, it's smooth out there. If, you, if you're if you a civilian, it's okay, but um, it's like a secluded city. It's like San Pedro is like boxed in. Like It's like everybody know everybody, um, predominantly Mexican. Mm. Um it's cool. Okay. Yeah. What was your upbringing like? Both of your parents were around? Um, my dad has been locked up for the majority of my life. Right. You said he had a life sentence. Yeah. Somebody snitched a, on him. They lived at the life sentence, thanks to God. Oh, really? Just a couple years ago, yeah. So. What was that about? Um, shit, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But your whole life, he's he's been away? Since I was like five. Okay. Wow. So what was your relationship with your mom like? She was holding it down? My mom did her best, did her thing. Like single mom, she made sure she kept. She actually moved us out of San Pedro. Okay. When my when my uh, when my dad got arrested, she made sure she took us out of the um, the environment to where there would be no other outcome but a bad outcome for us. You feel what I'm saying? So she moved us out of the area. But as I got older, you know, you just want to. You feel what I'm saying? You just want to do things. So I chose, I chose to, my dad, my mom did her best, but I chose, you feel what I'm saying? She took me, she took me out of a bad environment and I chose to go back. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're getting trouble f- from an early age? I'll, yeah, I was getting in, like going to school and stuff. I was getting kicked out of schools and stuff like that. And it was just me and my mom, my brother, my grandma. Uh, uh-huh. So the schools out there, like, was there a, 
like were there gangs like around you as you're growing up and shit or is it kind of so different? my mom moved us out of San Pedro. Right. Okay. So I didn't go to school in San Pedro. I went to school all over. I've been to, I moved from San Pedro to Compton to Long Beach to Lakewood to Bellflower. Oh wow. I've been all around. So that's what gave me the opportunity to be able to know so many people. Mm. Whereas my city is locked in. So that's why probably the other rappers from my city didn't get the light right. because it's so secluded. Yeah, because I mean, for for people who don't know, it's like you you very much have to go over this bridge to get there. And once you get there, you might feel like this is just another beachside city, but it is kind of closed off. Like, I'm I'm assuming that probably the vast majority of L.A. rappers have never even been there. Like, you kind of have to have a reason if you wanted to go over there. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure a lot of people have been there though. Yeah. I never. I'm. I mean, usually people tell me they've been to San Pedro, but they mm-hmm. don't know too much about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's interesting. Going to school in Lakewood and all that kind of shit. Like, as a as a young kid who's going around to a whole bunch of different schools, is there? You know, I, I just LA is so much about where you're from and everything that I could just imagine like a young kid popping up at a different high school that it might be some weird energy. Was it was it ever messy? Just going to all these different schools? No. Um, nah. It was pretty know. cool. It was pretty cool. I didn't go like the different school. When I was going to a lot of different schools, I was younger, so I don't even oh, remember okay. all the different like preschools, kindergartens, and first grade, second grade, all that stuff. I don't remember, but um, the schools that I remember, I never had no problems. And uh-huh. I, the problems that I had in school was the problems I brought upon myself with my misbehavior. But really? other than that, I didn't get. In, I didn't have no problems with people. Right. Were you rapping? The whole time or when you start rapping i just started rapping like two three years ago okay. when i was pr- probably my boy i remember my boy i brought some studio equipment to my house so when he did that it was just like a new thing it was like i don't know it seemed like something fun to do so we just started recording right and it's been a ride from there we just kept going he still rap too what kind of music were you listening to growing up was there local shit or were you just more of the, the usual up, shit? Younger I was listening to a lot of Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, mm. Chance the Rapper. Mm. As I got older I started that was when I was younger because my big brother had a big influence on what I was listening to. Oh really? I grew up close with him throughout my whole life so he was listening to all of the conscious rap and stuff like that and I liked it but then I started listening to um, he also put me to Dom Kennedy. Shout out Dom, legend. For real legend for real um i gotta get him back on here i listen to everybody though. i listen to all types of music but was there a moment where you sort of started to realize like oh there's a lot of really fire gangster rap coming out of la and you sort of pivoted to being more interested in that shit nah i started rapping just because my boy i brought that studio equipment to my house okay we had made some like it was like everybody was off lil yachty and stuff like that back then my friends was like off a little yachty, so we was making like them type. It was like them type of beats, like. Yeah, we were doing the auto tune and trying to sing and shit. Not they was, mm. but I was just rapping with the auto tune, like. Right. Definitely. Um, but you said that like Draco was became your your favorite rapper at a certain point. Uh, when I was around like, so that was that's probably like when I was around like. Fifteen, sixteen, from fifteen. That's when Draco was like. Right. Draco start, like I became a Draco fan off of I Am Mr. Mosley too. Uh-huh. And that made me go back to listen to all of his music and stuff like that. I've been following him ever since. I was almost surprised. Like, as soon as I started listening to you, I was like, oh, he's definitely a Draco fan. I could tell from mm-hmm. just little things and shit. And then I was thinking about him, like, why does that surprise me? 
And I was like, that surprises me because I feel like so, like almost anyone who's like your age rapping out of LA, you gotta realize the the impact that Draco had because he's like one of the most important rappers of LA of like the last 10 years, but not a lot of people really wanna Get admit it. Because yeah. LA is so crabs in a barrel, pardon my French, but uh, you know, there's just so many people that like are clicked up in certain ways and they don't really want to give credit to somebody who they see as like an up-and-coming rapper mm -hmm. much like him uh yeah that's it's good to see like a, a rap a guy like you who's like younger and it's mm -hmm. easy for you to just acknowledge like yeah he's, he's a huge yeah, influence yeah Draco hard as fuck mm -hmm. he's been hard as fuck too right consistently so oh uh, yeah Definitely. When did you start, uh, like, in high school and stuff, when would you say you kind of started to get exposed to the street shit or start gravitating towards that? Mm, I had a late start. So, like, like I said, my mom took us out of that environment. Uh -huh. So, But once I was able to do my own thing, move around, go where I wanted to go and stuff like that, then I just dove right in. I, I looked up to my big brother that I didn't grow up with. He was in prison uh -huh. for about seven years. So when he I got out, um, I was probably... I was 15 when he got out, so ever since he I got out of jail, I was just looking up to him, and I just wanted to be like my big brother. Uh huh. And he had just done seven years in prison, so he's telling you about all kinds of shit you didn't really know about. Opening my mind up to the world, mm. opening my mind up to things that I would have never thought about. So it was just at one time though. So imagine a 15 year old kid. Right, but in a good way or a bad way, because him coming out of prison, he got to know about all the bad shit. One thing about my um my family is there very uncut so it's not a bad it's not like they're telling me nothing bad but they're just being a, extremely real yeah definitely um okay so you started out making music and everything like that when did it actually become more of a, a serious thing when you when did you start to get some traction uh my first song Which my one first was that? song didn't go crazy or nothing but it got traction like it did better than a lot of other people so i was just like I just kept going out. I dropped my first song called Fortnite. And then after that, I dropped something called Smokey. I just kept going with singles after singles after singles. Like I was just, I was finding myself. Right. Like I knew I was going, I knew I had it because my first song did numbers, so. But it's interesting because it sounds like you were, you kind of came up organically just off YouTube. Like you, you, you weren't doing shows, I'm assuming, or you weren't really like, having shit go viral on instagram necessarily nope. it was just pure it's youtube just pure music them feeding that shit to people beats off youtube mm. and rapping over them and dropping single after single single after single I'm, i was not trying to oversaturate myself and drop bullshit to where somebody would hear it and be like i don't like him you feel what i'm saying i wanted all my music to i wanted each song to be uh one of them like right you know, Definitely. Do you feel like, um, like what, what's your creative process like? Because I feel like your stuff, it stands out to me as like very well put together and well written. Mm -hmm. And a lot of rappers just punch in and, and whatnot these days. Like, are you preparing your verses in advance or what's the thought process there? More recently, I've been punching in just because I ain't been having that much time. Mm. And things have been a lot different. But, uh, I, I started off writing, but now me and my boy, we just be in the studio. He had every session, and we just be, I don't know, we just be talking shit to each other and whatever work, whatever something. Gordon Ramsay was like, we just talking shit to each other. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Put, yeah. 
Because <laughs> I, I see that with rappers where they go back and forth with like one of their homies a lot in the studio, kind of like when they're coming up with bars. Like mm -hmm. it's almost like one guy will like say one and then the other homie will say something that kind of rhymes with it. And that, because you know, sometimes it's kind of overwhelming, right? Just like looking at that notes app on your phone and. Can't do that. <laughs> if you overthink it, it's gonna like. Can't do that. You just gotta let it happen. But all throughout our day, we just be laughing and joking about shit. So when we get in the studio, the beat come on, we just start feeling the beat and just saying all this shit we was laughing and joking about. You record in the crib or you go to the actual studio? I go to the actual studio. Okay. You like that more than recording in the more? Um, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna I'm a get a home studio. Mm. But right now I'm recording in right. the actual studio. Talk to me about how you know him and, and how the, the like, when did you realize that he was really going to be going up as a rapper? Uh, when I first met him was when I came home from jail. And I did, like, two years in the feds, so I met him at the baseball game. You know, they have a little baseball game in the neighborhood. Everybody come out and play baseball. Okay. Oh, so that's when I first met him. And okay. then, like. What did you do two years in the feds for? I got to know. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you guys are very low key. I like it. Well, actually, as an interviewer, I don't really like it. But as somebody who wants to, <laughs> as somebody who wants to see you stay out of jail, I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I met him uh, at the baseball game, and then uh, we had start linking because I had him on Instagram, uh -huh. and we had start linking, going to parties and shit, doing our little thing, and then uh, we just start linking outside of that, like going to get food and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Just doing us regular, what, what niggas do? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Then, like, he had started taking rap more serious and, like, staying away, like, from the neighborhood and shit. So, I hit him up, like, what's up? Like, Link. He was like, oh, I'm out here. Like, Link dropped the location, I pull up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, we was tight ever since then. That's then, uh, Shit, after that. I'm going to studio sessions with him every time. Like, he's like, bro, what you doing? I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm just chilling. Right in the neighborhood. Pull up. I'm over there. We just do our thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ever since then, we've been tight. And it's been every day. For sure. And like, this is my boy. Yeah. What's your neighborhood like? He's making it sound kind of kind of heavy. It, it can get in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can in, get in. The neighborhood is the neighborhood. Right. <laughs> but, but I never, I've been to San Pedro mad times, and I'm also starting to say Pedro now instead of Pedro, Pedro which is how yeah, I started. San Pedro, Pedro, Pedro. yeah, I, for, I forgot. But I never, like, really seen, like, how it, it goes on down. Where you're at. Yeah. If you're on Pacific, you're going to see um, what we see. Yeah. If you're on Western, you're going to see near Palos Verdes and nice things and stuff like that. It just depends on where you're at, but. It's Pedro. I love it. It's a, it's a beautiful city. Yeah, it is. There's a beautiful kinked rail that I can show you guys that all the skaters and BMX riders go to that you probably be yeah, like, oh, yeah. A lot of I've seen like that before. My, one of my big brothers. Oh, what's up, G? How you doing? Um, okay. So, yeah. When when did... Okay, so the music starts kind of popping off just organically through YouTube and stuff. One, one thing that I noticed that was kind of unique to me is that I seen a very, very young blue face, and he was mentioned in the baseball game. You're actually in, like, the baseball fucking dugout or some shit. You're on the bench, yeah. and Blueface is just in the video. Yeah. How, did you know him? Like, um, it, it kind of looked like it was Blueface before he was even really famous as a he rapper. He was going up. That was when he was just, when gonna, he first he was started. just okay. going up. Like, he was, he was already going up, but, like, this was, like, he was already going up, though. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't famous. He was famous. Like, he was just... This is when his numbers was climbing, like, consistently. Early days. But, yeah, it was, it's because my um my neighborhood is 
good with his neighborhood, and we had a baseball game. Okay. Against his neighborhood and uh, been in shorelines. And you were just like, we got a baseball game against Blueface. I'm gonna pop up, shoot this video. I was I was supposed <laughs> to shoot the video. We didn't even know Blueface was coming. Right. Then when we seen when I seen Blueface. I was like low key kind of starstruck. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Hmm. Then all the you know all the bitches start going crazy. Then everybody start taking pictures with him, and then we just shot the video. It was right. cool though. Did you know anybody from the Stink Team at that time? No. Like around then, you you didn't even know anybody like that, right? I felt like I've always known the Stink Team ever since I was 15 though. Right. I'm a heavy Draco fan, so hmm. it was like natural. You were heavy enough fan though that you were paying attention to Ralphie and all these people that yeah. are, were part of the Stink Team. Yep, Ralphie, Catchy, Good Finesse. R.I.P. Catchy. R.I.P. Catchy. That's some crazy ass shit, huh? Crazy as hell. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but early on, like, who was the first people that really kind of noticed your talent and uh, acknowledged that you were doing something dope music-wise? Because even in that old ass video, to me, it's super obvious. When I hear you rapping, I'm like, this guy's fucking good. Right. I used to tag everybody in all my music and stuff like that. I mm. think I tagged AD before. AD okay. had commented. Um, Ralphie had commented years ago. Um, I used to just tag everybody. I was trying to, I was trying to come up. I knew I had it. So right, definitely. So uh, how did Draco actually end up tapping in with you? Uh, I made a freestyle video, posted it, and uh, I tagged him. I sent it to him, and like five minutes later, he commented on it and DM me. And it's been a dream come true from there. Really? So yeah. he came through and did the video with you? And did you guys start discussing the idea of signing right away? Or um, I'm not signed to Draco. I'm signed to Warner. Oh, okay. But he fucking, like, he told me, like, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of the Steam team and stuff. Like, he, he said it's like a family. Mm. Like, he told me it was like a family thing and stuff like that. He's a real genuine person. Yeah, I was surprised uh, when I saw that because every time I think of the Stink Team, I just think of all these dudes that I've seen him with since like super early in his career. So the idea anybody knew being added or whatever, mm -hmm. that was kind of like a new idea. So that that, that kind of says a lot because like I feel like Draco's like one of the number one people that just don't fuck with anybody and especially it like new that, people. When, I'm, when I uh, started fucking with Draco, it was like, it was, he real quick, just like any one of my homies or something like that it felt real natural like i said we, we all came up listening to draco right yeah i mean he is once you get to know him he's a really cool guy he's just probably like the ultimate dude who is weary of everybody like you know he, he just he don't trust easily right. you know I think draco is misunderstood mm. draco much he's much he's much better of a person than what the what people portray him as for mm. sure yeah, I mean, if you listen to his lyrics, that's one thing about Draco is that his lyrics just, if I was like an L.A. rapper and I wasn't cool with him, I would listen to his lyrics and be like, I hate this dude. I want to beat this guy up. <laughs> his he's lyrics like, is hard as He's him. the most disrespectful rapper <laughs> maybe ever. Exactly. Every verse is just sunning that. whoever. Just exactly. I, you don't know who he's talking about. But when you hear about people not liking Draco, it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, I listened to his last song. I'm not that surprised that people don't like him because it sounds like he's just violating everybody. But hey, that's what rap's about, him. right? He's doing him. Definitely. Um, okay, so how has that kind of changed how you're looking at music? Or how did you end up signing a Warner before even that co-sign? It went crazy. Roots Chris. I, I did the song with Roots Chris. Then No Competition. Mm. Then Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. These are, these are songs that's doing millions of views back to back. Right. And constantly going up. So did you have a bunch of different labels hollering at you, or how did this go? Yeah, ever since uh, 
every rules after it was after no competition and really gorgeous. It's just like all three of those as a collective, Rules Chris, No Competition, and Gordon Ramsay, after them was set and growing, everybody started tapping in. Mm. How come you decided to go with Warner? And do you feel like you got a, a suitably large bag for that? Um, I was more comfortable with them. I was the most comfortable with them. They made me feel the most comfortable. Uh-huh. And uh, how do you feel about the, uh, the payment that you received? Did that change your life or? I'm great. Feel good? I'm great. A lot better than you did before? whole lot better i'm great <laughs> that's dope that's that's good to hear yes, sir. um yeah it seems like you have had like a real quality over quantity approach a lot of a lot of rappers in general they just kind of put out a million Oversaturate things themselves. yeah with you it's like each each video each song stands out a lot like when i went to your um because i had just watched all the videos and then this morning when i was driving to work i'm like i went to the itunes and then I realized, like, all the songs pretty much have videos already on mm -hmm. YouTube, like, which I think is important because otherwise it's really hard for us to understand out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, definitely. You're a big Greedo fan, too, because I know she had yeah, the Never Greedo Been, Never Fold. Definitely. Yeah. What, uh, what do you like about him? Like, like what stood out to you in terms of what made Greedo, Greedo seem so like, great? All right, so I talk about oversaturating. Greedo made like how many songs and he still you feel what i'm saying greedo like mm -hmm. he does his thing make a he just do it you could tell he just being him i like people to beat him like definitely all, all his music sound very real and true to himself yeah if i like greedo i've personally like pulled up to the studio for a couple hours and just seen him like casually make four songs pick somebody out off the couch i was with somebody who he didn't even know who was a rapper and he just was like hey you want to get on this song boom Got a verse on songs on Greedo mixtape. It kind of blew my, my mind because normally, like, I don't know anybody else who just does a song randomly with somebody that they just see in the studio right. like that. But he really had this, like, childlike energy to, to making music, you know? I never met him before. But oh, I, okay, I, they tell me the stories all the time. Every time I go to a studio, they tell me the stories. Yeah. His, Matter of fact, the studio we go to, it's like, oh, no, that, is that Greedo? Uh, did they draw Greedo? No, no, uh, Wale. Oh, shit. Wale. I be thinking it's Greedo, though. Honestly, it's a drawing. <laughs> it's I don't a drawing, know. Like, <laughs> if you remove the hair and the tattoos and everything, just, you gotta see. If you've seen the drawing on my mom, you gonna think it was Greedo. Right. Yeah. Shout out Wale. Shout out Wale. That's facts. Um. Okay. So, what uh, what what's up with the one video that you have, which I noticed was like a complete stylistic departure, where you're you're sort of on the beach and you've got the mask on and you got like a monk costume or some shit and it's much more you're talking about your life and your future and everything what, what's up with that song and, and how would you describe what made you want to go in that different direction with the video or the song itself uh i guess the the song is a little different as well but yeah the video in particular i was like damn this is i never seen any like la street rapper like take a, a left turn like this right. yeah. i just want to show that i can do whatever i want right and i'm not held to i don't you feel i'm not in competition with nobody i'm gonna say was the thing to do, you feel what I'm saying? So I just do whatever I want. Around that time, um, I was constantly in the studio. So all that time in the studio, I was just making make, making so many different types of sounds. And I liked, I, that beat was just amazing. Shout out Ladiano. Mm. Ladiano had sent me the beat. I told him to make me a, um, a, a dreams and nightmares kind of beat and put his little flip on it. Right. He sent it and didn't have him change nothing on it. It was amazing to me. That's dope, yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of rappers who you kind of consistently see them, maybe they, they get a lot of views, but they always kind of have to rap 
about the same shit mm-hmm. over the same type of beats. Do you ever feel like you're almost in a box in the sense that people want to hear you say hard-ass street shit over the same types of beats, so you, you really wanted to just try something completely different? That wasn't why I did it, but that's true, though. People definitely, like, try to shove that street shit down your throat. Like, they really, like, people have told me, like, make some shit like this. Like, make, like, people that have never been in the streets, but mm-hmm. telling me to make some street shit, you feel what I'm saying? But, nah, it was just, it just happened organically, just like everything else. Kind of like a Gordon Ramsay, more feel, like, Gordon Ramsay freestyle type of feel. For sure. Have you always had this, this taste for uh, high-end restaurants? that seems like you like to name freestyles after? Um, I've always liked the cooking channel mm. and things like that. I've always been interested in Gordon Ramsay. Always been, I watched all his shows, Kitchen Nightmares and Hell's Kitchen and all that type of stuff. Um, Ruth's Chris was like an accident. I just named it Ruth's Chris because I said Ruth's Chris in the song. Mm-hmm. So, but. Was that something where like you were already paying attention to all these like restaurants and the shit or all these food cooking shows and then all of a sudden you get money and like that's one thing you actually started doing like you remember the first time you went to Roos Chris um I have not been to Roos Chris yet really no damn honestly it's dope but also when I really think about it is it like you know because you go to Roos Chris you're gonna spend like five hundred dollars or some shit it's like Chris not that good though. yeah is it five times better than like other restaurants I don't know it's really Del Frisco's I ain't gonna lie what's that Del Frisco's I wouldn't have said Del Frisco's after the homies dropped a new out you feel what I'm saying Roos Chris went better but Del Frisco's really that spot though Uh where's that at Uh, Irvine okay and you're a, a lobster guy steak guy what do you usually go with Surf, turf, whatever they got. <laughs> Surf, turf, whatever, whatever. Yes, sir. We want it all. That's good living, bro. That's yes, good sir. influence, too, though, because that's one thing i always seen about Draco and Shoreline and all them is that they always been quick to just flex that they were eating some expensive-ass dinner. So I'm glad to see that that's becoming more of the norm in L.A. and shit. Gotta eat good. Gotta treat yourself. Yo, before Greedo went in, me and my girl went to a Roost Chris to meet up with uh, him and TK and a bunch of Shoreline and everything to have dinner. And he was definitely like like late as fuck, like hour and a half late or some shit. I remember Rob Vicious and Kato passed out at the table just... And uh, yeah, it was crazy though because he went, he went into prison like two, three, four days later after that. And it was just like, you know, it was a wild ass vibe. And I remember the, the waiter kept coming over and telling people to take their hats off and they would take it off for like two seconds and then just put it back on and eventually they gave up on that, sounds, that don't sound like a good time asking people to take their hats off yeah but i guess at roost christian well really in nice restaurants in general you're not supposed to really wear a hat but i yeah, mean beans all type of stuff for on. real yeah, yeah. Del Frisco's. okay Del Frisco's. well maybe that's a better spot you ever been to grinder in downtown san pedro uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Grinders. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've never been a grinder. Though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there either. We used to always ride this rail in front, mm-hmm. and they would kick us out, and we'd be making jokes because Grinder Grinder is, <laughs> is the gay sex dating app. We'd oh. be making jokes about that to the staff, and they didn't seem like they understood the joke. I wouldn't have understood the joke neither. That's understandable. I got too too many references stored up, you know. Yeah. Pause. Um, okay, so the 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 Gordon Ramsay freestyle that. Something about that flow. Like, there's just... You rap in such a different way where it's like you're not really rapping about yourself. You're rapping about everything. Just sort of describing 
like your life through like all these different references like was something different going through your head when you did that freestyle because to me that is one of my favorite verses flows songs i heard in a long fucking time i appreciate that um no it wasn't no different specific like mind state i was in or anything it was just it was the beat. If mm. I get a, if I get a Ladiano, shout out Ladiano. He be sending me them <laughs> things. Like mm. if everybody send me them things like Ladiano. They gonna get, oh, they gonna get one a banger. So yeah. The the beat just sort of like told you what to do with it. Um, the beat like you could if you just play the beat instrumental like you just gonna it's a good feel. I just did my thing on it. I mean like all right, I'm just gonna quote this part. Sean Michaels at parties, I'm high kicking. <laughs> Monkey nuts on big choppers and side bitches. A Gordon Ramsay entree with a side dish. 2007 in class with a side kick. Nobody's fucking that. That to me just, I'm like, yo, this is a real rapper. Like that's, that's four bars in a row that I'm probably never gonna forget. Like that to me was just hard as fuck. Voila. That shit is stupid. I don't know. You you really had a, a sidekick? Yeah, I had a sidekick. My brother really had the sidekicks, though. Mm. He really, like, he made me want a sidekick. Obviously, he had the sidekick. You seemed a little too young for the sidekick. I'm thinking, like, bro, I had a sidekick in 2006 or some shit. My, my big brother, he had all of them. He had each sidekick. He had the, um, he had the customizable cases with his own mm. pictures on the back and all type of stuff. Shout out Sidekick, probably one of the greatest phones to ever be made. For real, and it's so crazy that we've all just accepted that our phones are way more difficult to type on now than the Sidekicks was, you could really like... I would be driving, not even looking at the fucking thing, and I would look down and I just wrote five sentences perfectly, no no, no errors. That has never happened to me on an iPhone. You start typing on an iPhone, it says all kinds of stupid shit. Autocorrect, though. Autocorrect is cool, but then also, you know, sometimes. You, You got autocorrect on? Yeah, hell yeah. I feel like a lot of rappers turn autocorrect off. How come? Because the app, they, they just want the app to just, you know, how they type is how they type. I, you know, I you spell something like, wrong, that's the style, right? I don't spell wrong, though. Like, I, you know, I don't be making my own words up and shit, so. Mm. I respect that. That's more, more proper. Yeah, but when you think about it, like, bro, in the early days of rap, when I used to go buy CDs at the store and I'd be looking at the back, that was, I'd be blowing my mind. They got all Z's instead of... S's and K's instead that's of not, C's and that's not you don't fuck with it? Hell no. Putting Z's after that sound like a Xbox gamer tag or something. <sighs> it was a different different age. You couldn't have an S, you had to have a Z. No. Although in retrospect, some of the C and K stuff, I now understand that in a different oh, way. Oh, that's the only thing I will change okay. when I'm typing though. Right. But that's it. Definitely. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Um, how do you sort of see your career playing out from here? Like, what, what are you planning for your next move? You really working on a big project or EP or something? Uh, yeah, I'm working on my project right now. It's Rimble Mixtape mm-hmm. coming out very soon. Wait on it. Um, that's going to be a, I think that's going to be a powerful tape. And I'm going to just build from there. I got so much hot shit. I'm just, I just got to put it together right. You got a ton of fire that's unreleased? I, got, I'm not, I wouldn't say like a ton, but like. I can make it. Yeah. I can make it on. If you were going to put out a 10-song project. I could do that right now. How many songs? You, you feel like you got enough right now that you'd be happy with it? Yeah, hell yeah. I got bangers. Like, mm. yeah, they're not ready. Features? Anybody on it that we might not expect? Shout out Lil Nine. Shout out Mozzie. Mozzie's on there. Yeah. That's lit. Shout out Draco. Shout out BA. Okay. We got a... Me and... I, that might be my favorite one. Right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's exciting. 
How often you make a song that you're just like, nah, that ain't it. I'm not using that one. All the time. Yeah? Yes, all the time. That attention to detail? I'm very, I pay close, you, oh my gosh. Like I, yeah, if I don't punch in the bar right, I'll spend 45 minutes punching in the bar. Mm. Definitely. You smoke, drink? I don't smoke or drink. Really? Never did? Never been interested? Nope. What What is it you think about that that just doesn't appeal to you? My dad just always told me not to smoke or drink. Mm. And you just took his word for it? I know a lot of people have been through that and they end up doing it anyway. I just, yeah, I just took his word for it. I believe him. He smoked and drank before in his life and he told me that it didn't go good for him. Mm. So he told me to stay away from drugs. I mean, you could save yourself a whole lot of headaches and bullshit and everything. Money. I mean, money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it's, it, you, you do hear that from like older gangsters sometimes that are kind of like, the fuck is wrong with this new generation where all these kids are fucked up all the time it's like if you're trying to be a real street dude or whatever i mean that's not really a safe bet to just be running around all fucked up all the time you know that's how you get caught up and whatnot it's not safe not at all um okay um you got a girlfriend no 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 (laughs) like the fucking grim reaper right there oh you have a wife for how long shout out my girl how long you been with her? I'm not really married, but I've been with her for like probably like a year. Okay. Is this important to you? Very important to me. Definitely. How she feel about seeing what's happening to you in terms of the success and shit? She's just very supportive. That's dope. Um aspirations, shit that you want to do when you're while you're in this game or just things that you want to make sure that you accomplish, that you want to be known for. I just want to be known for being me. Respect. I fuck with people that are true to themselves. I think people need to be more true to themselves. I'm going to show that you can be true to yourself. Mm. I saw you in one interview where you're saying that you'd like to be at the level that somebody like Roddy Rich is at. When I look at Roddy Rich's career, I see him as he's super talented, obviously, but he, you know, he's going out of his way to make big records. Do you see yourself getting to that point where you will kind of get in the studio and be trying to land on a song that could be more of a big pop type hit? I could do it all. Really? Yeah, I could, I'm versatile. I can adapt. Mm. I plan to do all types of music. Definitely. Like what else? What else do you, what, do you listen to any music that we would be surprised by? I am a very big fan of country music. Really? Yep. Wow, that's interesting. What do you, what do you like about it? Um, another that's something that's another thing that came from my big brother. Like my big brother started playing country music around the house, and at first, me and my mom was like, "Turn this shit off." Uh huh. But he didn't stop playing it, so after a while, it grew on you. Really? Mm-hmm. Is there anything like lyrically that resonates with you, or is it mostly just the sound? It's the vibe. It's the feel. It's like every country song that I listen to is just they just live in peace. It sound peaceful, like right. It's a peaceful vibe. It's weird because I heard some some old country songs that I kind of enjoyed more, but it's usually like the stuff from like the 70s and stuff where they're just talking about shooting people and just being a piece of shit, drinking, getting fucked up. Drinking. You know, all this kind of stuff. But when I listen to country now, it's like on the radio because my girl listens to country and shit. Like, it sounds like a bunch of fucking Instagram captions of just like weird little cliche. It's like they're trying to like come up with memes in the song. I don't agree. 
You know? Not the country music I listen to. You got to send me your playlist. 1051. <laughs> Not go country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta open my mind to more country shit. You fuck with Lil Nas X? You trying to baby C Mac me? <laughs> Free C Mac. I don't Free even gotta do. C-Mac. I gotta, I don't gotta do none of this shit. I just gotta do the. Um, um, um. Yo, that shit is a modern day classic. Like you, you don't really know about LA if you haven't seen that interview. That's one of the most important interviews. I was just thinking about how if he, we need his ass out so we could just figure out. Like I want to know what the last few months of his life in prison have been like. So bad or jail? I guess. I hope he's all right. I hope he's all right too. I hope nobody ever mean to him. Free baby C man. I might have to pull up. To the penitentiary. <laughs> Stop fucking with my boy. I'm like, I'm <laughs> they'd be out on the yard. I'd be like, hey, leave him alone. <laughs> no? BA, we, we need to know some more about you. What, what do you want the world to know about you? Uh, I'm coming up. Let's know that. Mm. And he coming strong. Oh, like, I'm strong. talking about strong. Like, first song, he already up there. Like, mm. nobody fucking with him neither. For sure. Need that. All right. Appreciate you guys for uh, coming in. I'm I'm looking forward to more music. You were one of the few rappers I interview where I would actually like to hear some unreleased shit. I would definitely play some unreleased shit. Sometimes people are like, "You want to hear some unreleased shit?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm kind of thinking like, "Nah, not really. <laughs> I'll just see it when you drop that shit." Fuck. But I would like to hear some unreleased from you. Fuck. That's harsh. <laughs> now everybody's gonna question if I'm being real or not when they say that to me. <laughs> Fuck. You just got to tell him no. Right. Yeah, like, if you I'll hear it when it comes out. <laughs> that, that's like, that's bleeder, like but that's like if somebody out. like, like, all right, I don't want to know what I'm getting for my birthday a week right. before my birthday. That's but that's what I think, too. But everybody, everybody wants the unreleased so bad. Like, I'll be mm. like, just wait. Like, I'll be having to tell people, just wait. Like, you're not going to be able to feel what everybody else feel when it drops. Mm. And I've been through that, too, where, like, my favorite rap, like, at one point, 2010, 2011, whatever, Young Thug's my favorite rapper. Or it was a little after that. It was, like, 2012, 13. But he's, like, my favorite rapper. And they leaked, like, 100 songs all at once. And I'm, like, you know, I'm listening to it, but it's not mastered or mixed right. And it's, like... I'm not hearing like the quality package that he wanted to put out. I'm just hearing all these random songs. Most of them probably never even came out. And I, I, that's when I first realized like unreleased shit, it's a little, it's a little overrated because yeah, I would rather see what he wanted to put out. You exactly. Know? And you're going to feel what everybody else feel when it dropped. Like you're going to, it's going to be a whole different mm. like type of feeling. And whereas if you heard it already, you're going to be like, I heard that already. And it's old to you already. So I feel it. Ramble. Appreciate Tremble. you, man. Tremble. No That's jumper. The point. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. We're eating some weed gummies after this. Well, I guess you're not. You want some? Don't yeah, do drugs. Let's go. Here we go. Appreciate y'all.